Chris and the baby Jesus Chris. We're here. <laughs> little baby Jesus. We're the little babies. Uh, how you doing, bud? I'm good. Uh, I'm up in the winter wonderland. Oh, you're up in Vermont? <clears throat> Vermont. Everywhere but Pittsburgh is a winter wonderland. We just have <sighs> the rain. Yeah, yeah. Is it just like cold and icy there or something? Oh, it's so fantastic. It was like, it was, we got about a foot of snow. Which was like kept getting like a little bit more snow on top of that, and more on top of that, on top of that, and then it just warmed up to like forty degrees and started pissing rain to expose all of the layers of garbage and dog shit that have been sitting mm-hmm. under that snow. That's nice. Yeah, it's wonderful. You really today's like the <laughs> the most Pittsburgh day. It's like <laughs> gray and rainy, and there's like old gray <laughs> month old snow. There's a fucking like fire just a random fire down the block from us i was like oh nice. my wife who's due to give birth any minute now i'm like don't go outside there's just a trash fire <laughs> might be the river i don't know so would you say this is like the perfect pittsburgh day this is this is like if someone came to pittsburgh, pittsburgh and was like yeah this is this is pittsburgh yeah oh 100 percent. okay yeah the way that like people envision like sandy beaches of hawaii <laughs> or like <laughs> Fall days of Vermont. of Vermont or or New Northern England. New England, yeah, Northern New England. This gray shit <laughs> <laughs> that we'll be having for the next three months—that's Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's fucking steel ore in your goddamn pond hockey. <laughs> <laughs> pond hockey. Uh. Pond, ho- pond hockey. Don Don. <laughs> Pawn hawk, don don. You know what? You know it's a good. You know what? When when a when a region of of this country, at least, I don't want to get too far into the world, has a strong accent that you can't replicate easily. You have to be born into it. You can right. Spell you have it. to like. You there's some like, things, oh yeah. Like, people you can't say just people say yin's here and people say don don, but they don't say it like that. Like you have to. It has to. It's got some weird Canadian you affectation to it. Yeah, you can't. It has to be born into you. Like the way that people say, like in Philly, they say, uh, water ice. Yeah, yeah water. <laughs> yeah. But you can't, you, it has to come naturally. Even I flow. say it wrong, apparently, because my wife makes fun of me because she says it. And like all her relatives are like South, or not South Pittsburgh, or uh, Pennsylvania ish. Jersey. But they kind of have that similar kind of accent. Yeah. And I hear it. And then I try to replicate it. And then my, and then my wife is always, she's like, no, you're not saying it right. And I'm like, but she says it. And then I say it back, and I, I swear to God, I'm saying the exact same way she's saying it to me. I thought she did it pretty well. And it's, I thought I did too, but apparently I'm not. So, whatever. I don't know. I don't Pittsburgh, know what that means or says, but Pittsburgh, yeah, there's some accents you just can't replicate. Or it's really right up there you have to be the, really good at it. It's right up there with Rhode Island with like some of the, uh, it's an ugly fucking accent. It's, yeah. It's, it's an accent that doesn't make you sound smarter. It's like, there's a bald, there's the Baltimore one too. It's like, I can't, I can't figure it out. And my buddy, like kinda, my buddy it, does kind of edgy and cool. I don't know. I feel like the, the only person I know who can do a legit pencil or Pittsburgh accent is the guy that does, on the Kroll show when they do Pon, yeah. Pon, Pon, Pontsylvania or Pennsylvania. 
<laughs> Nick Kroll does Philly and he does great, but the other dude does Pittsburgh and it's it's fucking incredible. It's it's probably because like, he's from there. It must be. I mean, it's like there was one time we took our dog to the vet and stop me if I've told you this story. <laughs> but Kristen was checking her in, my dog. Kristen, my wife, was checking in my dog, Kate, into the 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 you know the whatever like she had to, sure. it, was, it was an emergency she had to get her checked in she was like okay so what what kind of dog is it uh bulldog what what uh what what's its sex female and then the girl goes what's its color and Kristen was <laughs> like what she was what's its color and Kristen was like baffled and she's just looking at me like petrified oh. and I was like she's brown. <laughs> She's brown, like yelling across from the, the fucking room because I couldn't handle it anymore. Like it was just so. And Kristen was just looking at this woman, like, "What the fuck is a Keller, you fucking yeah. maniac?" But that's yeah. that's it's bonkers. It is an ugly fucking accent. It's not one you want to pick up. There's a, to be honest, I'm not sure I would have I would have comprehended that either. It's a there's like, there's sometimes where there, I, we go to the accent and and again my so which is weird because you and my wife are similar in some ways she usually is pretty good about understanding people and what and like certain words that they're saying and I'm always going like what now <laughs> huh I, like I I literally I can go to like another country and understand people trying to speak English to me or you know what or people you know like they're not from this country speaking English and like understanding them better than I can people from this country themselves. In certain regions, yeah, I, I'm good. It's insane. I love a southern accent. I think it's beautiful, and I love like the various regions of it. The way it gets like real fucking, like almost, almost, uh, like it, it's almost becomes Irish. It's so southern. It's like, yeah. bizar- like bizarre, like and sing songy. I, I completely appreciate that. I, for some reason, the further into the Midwest you go. It this it gets ugly. Like you go into like Minnesota and Chicago and Chicago's just, another hard it's one. It's trash. It's trash. It's but just, I can't figure ooh. out how to do it either. Right? Why would you want to? I don't know. It's yeah, fun I, I know. I, I know. If if you can nail it, it feels. If you can nail it, it feels good. Like if yeah, you like, right. if you, like I can do a decent. I could do a couple of de- decent accents if I'm in the right mood. Like I could do a yeah. decent Irish. I can do a decent Jamaican. Uh, but I can't fucking do P- Pittsburgh. I cannot. I I could be around like the, Minis- the Minnesota, like Dakota thing, Fargo. You know, because it's, yeah. it's a little Canadian, and sometimes it kind of hits or miss for me too. Yeah, that one's. I like that one. I don't know if it's trash or not, it's but a, I, no, I do just enjoy sounds, that. Sounds, for the but that just fun. sounds stupid. It's like, but, right, yeah. y'all, don't yeah. you know, yeah. y'all, ho, he, ho, yeah. But there's a little oh, bit sure. of that. I don't know. I mean, we could get into a whole thing about. Yeah. You know, phonetics of of accents. There is a, there is a thing in Pittsburgh that I've picked up that drives my wife crazy, um, where I say like, if the dishes need to be washed, I'll say, oh, the dishes need washed, and she'll be like, need to be washed. I'll be like, the, the dog needs walked, and she's like, the dog needs to be walked. Like, I don't even know where it happened, but clearly something. Somewhere over the last year and a half, I picked up on this cool thing where you can cut two words off of a sentence. <laughs> Not cool. First of all, that's also a very that's a very new. I, I don't want to say millennial thing, but it's in that similar vein. Is that because of like texting and everyone speaks or texts in shorthand? A lot I didn't time. even know I was doing it, and now I, know, I can't. Right? I can't it's, help I think it's doing it. It's easier to pick up that stuff now because of you have this other 
you have this other uh, thing going on too that you're you're just sort of subconsciously doing that probably. Int- LOL. Interesting. Mm-hmm. SMH. Exactly. Mm. IMO. <laughs> but the fact that Pittsburgh is already doing that as a as a community yeah. for probably for probably dozens upon yeah. hundreds of years. Like almost, I'm maybe, too tired. From, is like so I'm too tired from so mining <laughs> to say this full sentence. <laughs> yeah. My lungs need cleaned. You're short on oxygen down there, man. Exactly. You gotta you gotta use your word sparingly. My lungs need, needs cleaned. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, that's not the point of the show. Although that was fun. I uh, do you have yeah. a favorite? Do you have a favorite accent, Chris? Get one that just like does it for um, you. I'm not as big of a fan as a southern one. It kind of drives me crazy a little really? bit. Really? I think it's Because so everyone funny. likes it or thinks it's so charming. Or it's so, it's so like, the, uh, bless your heart. It's so condescending and great. It's oh, so Oh, that funny. I love. I love. I do love the bless your heart thing. Yeah. Um, it's an accent in particular. No, I don't. We come from a real generic part of the, the, the Pacific Northwest is pretty much gen, as generic as it gets. You know what's weird? Here's one. Although a lot you. of people know, know I'm from the West Coast because of the way I talk. Do you say... Do you say? But it's uh, not because of an accident. It's more the style of my talking. Do you say soda or do you say pop? Oh, it's soda. But did you? I grew up saying pop. We said pop in Montana for some reason. But when I moved, I was like, I'm fucking never saying that shit again. Like that's a marker. <laughs> and now I'm back in a place where people say fucking pop, and it's like drives me up a wall. Oh, They're like, yeah. yeah, come on down to Ted's beer, beer and pop. Like it's <laughs> beer and fucking pop. <laughs> Now, my dad used to, well, my dad used to reference is like having a pop, but like, let's go into the bar and have yeah, like, that, a, well, like that, a drink or shot your or dad's something. a fucking legend. Of course he says that. <laughs> that's, what, that's how legends talk. Yeah, let's have a pop. Yeah, let's go have a pop. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't talking about the soda. No, exactly. That's, See, and that's the other thing. It's like, you have to describe pop to someone, you would say, you know, soda. Right, like yeah. you have to, you have to clarify. Like that, I think that's the weakness in people calling it pop is that not everybody understands pop, but everybody understands soda. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I don't understand where people like how you have to re- reference it as pop. That, like doesn't make any sense at all. Listen, pop is inferior. It, come, it all comes back to being I, soda. I grew up with pop. I know it's inferior. I moved on. Like you just have to be strong enough to recognize <laughs> when your people now, are saying the wrong. Now soda pop was thing. also a thing for a while. I think as a kid though. Sure, but so I, no I one fucking where it comes from. You want a sody pop, Mister? Like, of course, yeah. yeah but like, we're not out there saying like I'd like a cola, you know? Like, uh, no, but you just say I would just say Coke. Anyone would. No one would say like it's just like anyway. We're cola. we're we're going. I like down. cola though. I think I'll start saying cola. Cola. I think that's uh, like what nice creep. Cold I think that's how creeps say like cocaine. Ice cold cola. I want an ounce of cola. <laughs> Give me a shot of cola. Give me a gram of cola. Nose yeah, it's, yeah, it feels very um, nose cola. Like, <laughs> down low, like lingo term. Yeah. Like it's it's shorthand for something else. Yeah, cocaine, oh. booger, sugar, <laughs> nose candy. Fucking drugs are the worst. I hate them. Uh, <laughs> except I love them. Um, Chris, <sighs> this is sometimes a sports podcast. Uh, mm. I know you've got some things you want to talk about. I do as well, but why don't you go ahead and jump in since I already took us down the road of annoying American accents, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do this. Um, boo, 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 boo. We don't ever talk about the NHL, Chris. Oh. So this is the one time I'm, I'm going to bring up an NHL story. I mean, it's, it's almost, it's actually, the, the story itself is, I think is probably the coolest thing that, that almost didn't happen okay. the other day. The miracle on ice? Uh, yeah, basically. Really? 
Uh, sort of. Um, the NHL played a game on the shores of Lake Tahoe. Right. Which um, was probably the most perfect and beautiful setting you could ever have for a sporting event. Hmm. Like the NHL. Nicer than nailed... Pebble Beach? Huh? Nicer than Pebble Beach? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's more picturesque. If, and if you if you seen the if you see if you watched the actual game or not, or if you seen pictures of it, I, like they, they, I didn't they watch the game. Do this during the day. I didn't watch the game. I watched them build. Well, the, the game was delayed for eight hours because the ice was melting because it was sunny it out that day. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm an event person, per, event person as you are. So I watched them build the ice. I never didn't watch the game. I just watched the construction of the the rink. Which was kind of cool in itself, but I literally was feet from the from the from the lake itself. Yeah, and it, in the background was was the, was the the Tahoe Mountains. Yep, it's covered in snow. Yep, I mean you, it's a lake mountains winter paradise setting. Yeah, it looked really cool and it was dope as hell. And I thought the NFL or the NHL, sorry, did a really great job of that concept of like, hey, you know what we should do? We should play a game at Lake Tahoe. Except they screwed it up like pretty much everything else that they do with that league. Yeah. They didn't sort of take into account or factor in playing a game during the day when it might actually be sunny. It's too bad, too, because it would have looked really cool. If it it would have been amazing. I mean, because at night, it sort of lost its luster. When yeah. they actually had to play the game, it lost its luster. Yeah. Right? It was dark. You couldn't see the surroundings necessarily. Dems the brakes, though. That's a vampire. I know, but it was like they almost... The NHL, I feel bad in a way, and I'm also like, of course, typical NHLs. They they'll almost nailed this thing. They'll get it right. They'll do it somewhere beautiful. They'll do it in Saskatchewan where that's, it'll be cold enough or something, <laughs> you know? Where hockey should be played. I will say this. Pond as, hockey. As much, as I, ju- as, much hockey. as I just shit on Pittsburgh, I took my dog for a walk the other day in this little park, Shenley Park, and there's like a gross ravine. It's like a water reserve. It's like usually like infested with fucking mosquitoes. It's, it's gnarly. But it's frozen over right now, and there were like five different groups building little mini pond hockey like rinks. Like I guess the way they play it is kind of like half court basketball like they set up one net it's not even a net it's just a wood block with a couple holes so they don't need a goalie it's just like three little holes and then they play like three on three and they just do little breakaways and they had like three different groups doing it they had cut a hole in the in the ice to like pull water from to like smooth out the ice it was very cool i was like i've never lived in a hockey town yeah i never and i hate fucking the fact that pittsburgh is a hockey town because they just don't care about basketball here but that was cool like it was cool to see like like the youth of America, like still like out there with fucking shovels and all this bullshit that it requires to play some shitty three on three hockey. So that like little ice time. That was neat. It's sort of like, uh, like what I imagine stickball used to be like 40 years ago in like the streets of New York. Oh, you mean when RJ was growing up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like it sounds cool. I'm not sure I ever would have been into it, but I kind of, I think I kind of get it. So yeah. I, I get sort of it's the same vein as the pond hockey thing. Yeah. It's also like ice fishing. Well, that's like the I don't worst. get ice fishing. I think yeah. it's dumb, but I yeah. kind of respect it in a way. I, you know, because <laughs> people get into it and they build these little shacks and this whole thing, and it's like, yeah, maybe it's fun. I you can't shit on something until you tried it. I guess it doesn't appeal to me, but that doesn't mean it doesn't that. appeal to me either. Does it? Like I always thought cross country skiing looked stupid, and then I tried it and it sucked. But at least I know. Oh. Know? Well, see, that's where you and I differ. You like cross-country skiing? Oh, I love cross-country That's because you don't know how to downhill ski. I, I do both. Oh, God damn it. Usually it's Dude, one I'm Norwegian. Other. What the f- 
Who you likes cross country skiing? It's so I was bored with skis. It's oh. so boring. It's oh, so it's, it's the not. It's fun. It's, it's actually the, really great. It's inferior uh, of the skiing. It's jogging. It's jogging. Yeah, if you're gonna say it's a great exercise, yeah. So is jogging. It's the same shit. It's jogging with big things on your legs. It's uh really you like it? Does Anne Love like it? it? Grew up doing it. Grew up doing it. Anne Anne loves it too. She actually did it, did it a few times before we met, and then I've taken her sometime other times. Um, wow. And, and um. Listen, man, going through like a like the forest yeah, or something in I've snow. Done I've done it's, it. It's picturesque. It's beautiful. It's, I just oh, would rather like go zen. down. I would rather go down a hill fast and have fun. Yeah, I'm with you on that too, though. I, I can do both, man. Huh? I go both ways. You really do. <laughs> That's fun. There's a place out here in uh in Pittsburgh, Laurel Laurel Canyon, I think, or Laurel Park or something. You can bring your dog. It's like six miles. It's dog. Hmm. It's a dog friendly, uh, cross country ski trail. You should come out here and try it. How the dogs would respond to that? Yeah, I don't know. My dog couldn't handle it. Anyway, no. uh, that's it. I'm good for the NHL. They'll do it right. They'll get it right. I hope so. Here's another sport we don't talk about very much, which I have, mm. a, cu- I have a couple of interesting uh, takeaways. Or I, have, I want your opinion. One, uh, did you hear the story about this, uh, about the Austin Villa team? <laughs> I know of them. I don't, I don't know if I heard so the So Austin Villa, the English Premier League team, right? They uh, Aston Villa. Astonville, sorry. They were playing against Man City. Uh, <laughs> and apparently a bunch of the Astonville, Aston Villa players had removed a player, Jack Graylish, from their fantasy teams <laughs> before, the, before the injury report was released, meaning that they were using insider information to gamble on their, on their, their fantasy uh, soccer teams, which is pretty okay. crazy. Like, that is... That is a there's an there's an, a formal investigation that's been launched. Um, it could be a big deal. Uh, I don't know how much, and I don't know like what the laws are in the UK about um, basically insider trading or whatever, getting insider information in order to to win money on a gambling sites. But I thought that was pretty crazy. Like, what if like an NBA player did that or an NFL player? It would be a big deal, right? Yeah, I I would think so. It's probably there's some um there's some league laws about that kind of stuff uh, um that the a team like a team would never willingly give that information away so someone has to be doing it behind like that's a, a fireable offense from it's a, team, a leak for right? sure also yeah. now Aston Villa players are no longer allowed to play fantasy football which i wonder if that is or fantasy soccer if it if it Right in our country, football. Um, yeah, that actually. So that's actually interesting too. Then, if, if the players were somehow doing it themselves, and then someone else caught wind of it, then maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but it's interesting. Keep an eye on that. It's an interesting story, and it's a gambling story. So we should. Uh, that just that just broke like today. So um, something to keep your eye on. Sure. The other thing to keep your eye on for our Premier fans, our English Premier fans, are these West Ham Hammers fucking. <laughs> trying to qualify for their first Champions League ever in the team's 125-year history. Ever? Ever. They've That's never awesome. qualified. They're currently in fourth. They would qualify right now. Now, I, was, I, I got on West Ham last year, thanks to you. Well, mm-hmm. th- and, and thanks to, thanks to Mikel Antonio, like I, I, the Kawhi Leonard of, of football. Uh, <laughs> And then this year I got a hat. Like I'm all pumped. I like this team, and they're doing really well. And I feel like maybe it's me that it's my, maybe it's my influence on this team that's. Oh, it's definitely play so definitely you're in. Yeah. Could you think? Mm-hmm. Is you think that's right? Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. for sure. 
Okay. I mean, there's no there's no it's not a coincidence that you come along. And all of a sudden, they're they're playing for their their first Champions League uh, tournament. Never, uh, come on, they never no. made a Euro Cup either. It's I mean, it's it's super fun to watch this team. I I know I know you watched the the Spurs Hammers game. Uh, I only watched the highlights. I'll be honest with you, but the you know like the twenty minute breakdown. But West Ham looked good, dude. They look good. They're playing well. They're um. I, I was actually I was happy to to watch them win and beat the Spurs. Just so they Tottenham can get rid of their lousy head coach. Um, it's the first time, first time West Ham's beat that head coach in 16 tries, I think. Yeah, but all his, all his, like all those wins and accolades are all from like years ago and stuff. He's, he's, he's like one of those guys. I'm trying to find like an equivalent of him would would sort of be a a guy that keeps getting a, like a, a head coaching job in in football or basketball or something, but keeps losing. Mike though, McCarthy, right? huh? Mac- oh, McCarthy, or. Or yeah, or like, or like, or like I hate to say, like Sam Van Gundy Hugh or something. Jackson. But yeah, one of those guys that gets like job after job, but he always ends up with losing records. Yeah, and it seems like this guy, Byron has, Scott. <laughs> yeah, like diminishing returns every 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 head coaching position he gets. Yeah. he's losing less and less. He he loses more and more games than the previous job, basically. I like that which team. is I think it's basically the same team as last year. If I remember correctly, I see I, when I watched, I was like, oh, I know a lot of these players from last year. So I feel like it's got to be the yeah. They didn't too. do a lot of movement because because uh, I think it was like COVID and restrictions and money and right. and be, budgets being tight. A lot of teams are are kind of forgoing big big ticket item purchases of players and stuff last. Well, this the kid Lingard that's been playing for West Ham, I guess he was getting no Shh. what huge pickup. Yeah, he was getting huge no pickup. playing time at Man City or Man U. What? Man U. Man U. And he was just getting benched. He was just the dude. He was like super talented dude that was getting no playing mm-hmm. time. Because he was on the fucking best team in in football, and now he's just been a, he's so fun to watch. Like they they're multi dimensional now. Last year it was just all Antonio, but this year, and I apologize to anyone not paying attention. Although watch this team, they're fun. If you were not, if you ever were, I didn't think I would ever get into Premier League. You got me into them, and I found this team, and they're like they're like at the NBA equivalent of a of a football team. Like they're super fun. They all have great personalities. They seem to mm-hmm. like each other. Uh. Yeah, I'm a. I I appreciate that you got me into this because it's a super great distraction, especially like great. Yeah. 10 a.m. or seven. And also, like, right, it, right, early morning sports. It, it, it's you, you can't kind of beat it. It's not. It does. It's not the same when when the NFL does the early morning game. No, it's it's kind of boring and it dumb. Feel but like, like with, an event. With, like the the yeah Premier League feels like an event. Like it's. Mm-hmm. it's and without fans, and maybe because you're not used to watching it with fans, but it. It's it feels easier to sort of watch a game even without fans and stuff, and you can kind of just uh, the field is is or the pitch as yeah. they call it is could, big enough where you don't need to see the fans and, and you maybe also don't have to, to have the fucking crowd noise on. It's the only sport where they give you the option to not have the crowd noise. Why mm. why does no other sport do that? Like I don't understand. I don't know. Why can't you question. just choose not to have it? It's great. <laughs> like you get to hear the players call out plays. It's uh, it's actually really fun in rugby right now too. The other thing I was and I'll leave it at this. Premier League second season since uh, second season. Oh no, this is the first season since the real like since George Floyd. I don't remember, but they're kneeling before the before mm-hmm. the games, and the announcer says, "We're kneeling in a moment of silence." English Premier League does not condone any discrimination of any kind, and then they do a moment of silence, and then they fucking play the game. And it's like, we're, we've already moved past that in America. Like, it's so mm-hmm. great. It's mm-hmm. like, it's a mm-hmm. moment where you have to pause and recognize. Like, it's, what, what like, the, 
I don't understand how they fucking figured it out. We just can't figure it out. It's very simple. It's because I think we. I think it's unifying. Well, it's great. Yeah. Everybody seems they, to be cool about it. It's they cool. overthink it here. I think right, or they, or they. It's so simple. They it's have so to simple. like. They, there has to be some sort of pushback. Yeah. What right? the fuck's the pushback? It's like it's everybody. It's and, and, funny, you, and the, they even the, show the, it on the, the replays. Like you have to watch if you're gonna watch the fifth the the YouTube replays. It opens each replay. Like you have to watch that moment. Like it's. It's it's just a reminder. Mm-hmm. It's very basic. It's so simple, and it like, it. I just don't understand why we can't do something th- as basic as that. Like it, at least as basic as that. But whatever. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's a that's my hockey take. That's Chris's hockey take. Yeah, <laughs> that's my hockey corner or my football <laughs> corner. Sorry, whatever. <laughs> football, hockey. Whatever. Uh, whatever. Do you want to go into the NBA? Yeah, let's do that. Let's take it to the NBA. Now, I had originally asked you if you wanted to put together a list of who you think were the all-star reserves, which they're announcing tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. So the, this is the oh, last chance to right. do it. But I'm sure you didn't do it. I and didn't. I knew you wouldn't. And then, you know what? It's after like all-star reserves. After cares? doing some research, it really doesn't matter because it's pretty much all everyone's sort of agreed upon most of these guys. The, the weird ones in the East are the people like... Jimmy Butler is for some reason a candidate, and so is like Vucevic. Like those are sort of the fringe players. Maybe Zach Levine or Trey Young. Sounds to me like everyone's sort of all in on Simmons and Chris Middleton. And now it seems like every sort of uniformly over the past since we did our last podcast, all the all the pundits are in on Julius Randle. Now does that mean the coaches will be? I don't know, but. That's definitely way, the way the popular consensus has, has swung. Like Julius Randle, a player we were talking about last Monday, a fringe all-star, seems like he's going to get in. Okay. Well, I hope he does. I mean, that'd be silly if he didn't. Well. I mean, the fact that Chris Middleton is even like probably being discussed, and he's a decent player. He's fine. but he, Ben Simmons, I, I, really. I mean, I, Julius Randle deserves it more than Ben Simmons. Yeah. Is, yeah. And I'm a Simmons yeah. apologist, but. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I stopped paying attention to these things or getting worked up about these things because the fact that, like, Damian Lillard isn't a starter and, like, Doncic is, and he, Lillard's having a way better season. Well, yeah, that's... This season. But and that's, alone, that's what the point of the All-Star be, should be this season. And yet, it's just, it's just, it's just a, it's a popularity contest. Well, yeah, to, I mean, this goes back to Yao, right? It's all about the international vote. Like, anytime a player is, like, wildly popular in the, like, overseas, they're going to become an All-Star. Like, yeah. like Yao Ming was, like... A, an all-star last year. Like he's still getting <laughs> votes. Like it's crazy. Amazing. <laughs> but the West is interesting because I, th- the, the three players that everybody's talking about will be left out are the three players that I like the most. Like I'm, I'm very high on Devin Booker. I'm very high on Darren Fox and I'm very high on the great DeMar DeRozan. Those three players I would like to see on an all-star team. Be- as a fan, like I want to watch those players in an all-star game. Is oh, DeRozan having an incredible year? He's having a great year. And he's a he should be a perennial all-star. Like I just believe him at I believe there should be some credit to players that have made multiple all-stars should sort of just be able to get more all-stars. I, I don't know well, why. Yeah, but what I hate about all this, though, is everyone's always like, well, that guy should be an all-star. But then you're not dealing in the reality of like, all right, who shouldn't be then? Like, no one ever talks about who shouldn't be in the all-star game or who shouldn't be on the roster. Or well, something. like Westbrook, who, who Westbrook. Everyone's always going to get left out because there's always more players that are playing really well and, and deserves the notion 
to be to be part of this than than there are spots available. Well, there's this idea that Mike Conley should get it because he's never made it. Like I, that's fucking stupid to me. I, my, Donovan Mitchell deserves it. Mike Conley doesn't deserve it. Like I don't care. Rudy Gobert. Like you can't have three fucking jazz players. I mean, they're playing great, but like that's team in the West. Just because Conley, just because Conley, like was in a tough East and never got to make an all-star team when he might have before. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about Mike Conley. All right. Everybody thinks he's so great and is so deserving. Why? He was, he was whack last year. It took him a full year to fucking get acclimated to this team. And now he's playing all right, but he's injured. Like fuck off. I don't fucking think he deserves to be an all-star personally. I also don't think Chris Paul deserves to be an all-star. Sure, he's playing well, but this sort of goes to the DeMar DeRozan argument, right? Like, there's a player who's a perennial all-star who will probably make it ahead of the better player on his team, Devin Booker, because he's made a bunch of all-star teams, right? Sure. I mean, that's the, I argu- guess. That's yeah. the converse argument to mine. Yeah, okay. But which, I, which is interesting, though, because um, about the sort of the Devin Booker thing, then, because I feel like Book's having a better season. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it all, you know, it's interesting because I guess it all comes down to sort of personal bias for people. It does. And popularity. And like what, like I've, I personally think like Zion being in an all-star game is like more exciting than Brandon Ingram. I like Ingram better as a player, but from like an all-star game standpoint, would you rather see Zion playing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So there's a little politics involved in this. There's a little... But for me, personal preference is just like the the excitement, like the the explosiveness, the the like what these young players could do. Like, do you remember like when like it was T Mac and like Amari Stoudemire, like these fucking just ballers, and they would just go nuts, and it was just like a slam dunk contest. Like, I like that. I like when it's just when it's just two hundred points for each team, and no one gives a fuck. <laughs> Like I just want to watch one player ball out. I don't need to see a big. I don't need to see competition in this game. Personally, that's me. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I mean, as long as like Paul George isn't in the fucking All Star game, I think I'm okay with this. Basically, <laughs> right? I mean, like you know, that guy. Just I'm glad you brought up Paul George because I was watching that fucking Nets Clippers game the other night. I watched the end of it. The Clippers are the most... That's all you had to see. The Clippers are the most hateable fucking team in basketball right now. They really are. Paul George sucks. Kawhi sucks. Somehow Lou Williams is now like just a criminal. I fucking hate watching him. I don't... I, I hate watching him. He's, just a, he's a time stealer from other players. <laughs> you got fucking... Like Steve Ballmer playing Mr. Whammy underneath the basket, which is just gross with his big old balls and his tight, tight, distressed jeans, like doing weird shit with like, ugh, it's gross. It's, you know what it looks like? It looks like when that fucking Tom Cruise character from, from Tropic Thunder, like (laughs) sitting underneath a basket trying to get fucking, you know, Kyrie Irving to miss fucking free throws. Shooter. I'm like, get a fuck. The fuck. Don't you have something better to do than get your fucking peen? Like it's a, that teams. I fucking hate them. I like, <laughs> I, I hate them. And like, I was, I hope that they're in the finals. I, I actually hope that it's those two teams. While, while I was watching that game, I was like, this will be such a fun finals. Cause it was, I, I, I enjoy the way that like each team sort of plays with like me first like there's just no there's no teamwork in any of like in either mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. except for that yeah. one brown dude who like really likes to ball out like Bruce Brown I guess it is Bruce Brown yeah he's great but anyway yeah. I think the clippers are the most hateable my my least favorite team I think you I think you're I think you're right 
I think you're definitely right. I, they're the easiest to, I, and I, and I've been wanting to, to root for them and like them, you know, last year yeah, and, the me whole, too. and it just, and for a while probably, but it Fuck just, there, there's something about them. They're just, it bothers you. It bothers you to watch them I and, feel, and have I, to know that like, they make me Paul feel George bad for Tyron Lou. They make me feel bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. I hate and good for Tyron Lou just being like, listen, Paul George, you're sitting at the end of the game. You have a men's restriction. It's, you know why? Because he's just so bad and so terrible. And you think you're going to take the last shot and make it? Then I'm going to take that away from you. I know. Because you're actually not that person. I know. And I, I'm going to use the guise of it was like a minute restrictions to keep you on the bench. Yep. And it worked. Almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kawhi got almost bullshit call, but whatever. I, uh, that was know, a bullshit call. That was a terrible. That should have been a non-call. Kawhi should have made the basket. It would have been tied up with like seven seconds left still. And that still could have won that game. Yeah, but that's... it's. He couldn't review it because Pat Beverly's a fucking fucking shanked Jeff Green and then said he would walked away and said, Oh, he's crying my arm, my arm. Did you see that? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He said that. I was like, Pat Beverly is from the streets, dude. That guy looks like a oh. crack baby. It's crazy. Yeah. Like and crazy. he just he just came up and threw an elbow underneath his shoulder plate and fucking called him a bitch for fucking that was a dropping. Kidney, that was like a kidney shot. He hit him so hard. The he dude hit him dro- so hard he crippled a man, basically. <laughs> and then shit talked him. And, and shit talked him. his team the game. This yeah. Great. And then he's like, I, he just doesn't care, I don't think. No, dude, Pat Beverly's a fucking crazy person. I don't even understand that guy at all. Anyway. He's the guy you love on if he's on your team, you love him. And if he's not, you hate him. Yeah, he's a Marcus Smart. Like I would fucking mm-hmm. hate totally. I hate Marcus Smart, but I'd love him on my team. Mm-hmm. Speaking exactly. of players that you'd love on your team, I'm ready for it, Chris. I'm I'm ready to get rid of Ben Simmons. Really? Only if we could get Bradley Beal. And I'll tell you why. The Simmons is like a he's 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 not shooting. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> shoot. Oh, what? Huh? So it's you weird when they're like at the, in close games, they're looking to Danny shoot. Green and Seth Curry to be the guy. Like they, it can't work that way. I mean, Embiid the other night against Chicago had to win like on a fadeaway three pointer. Like it shouldn't be on Embiid to make those shots in that point that time. And and Tobias needs to step up. Sure. But, like, I think Simmons and Westbrook would actually love each other. Like, love each other. Like, I think those two are cut from the same cloth and would actually have a great time just being, like, like assholes in, in D.C. Like, I would, I would root for that team. I would like that team. So, it's a <laughs> home, no it's a home that would make me feel... It, it's a home that would make me feel, okay, Bertans can, can shoot. No, like, I mean, between those two, there's no... I know. They're, they're like, I yeah, know. It would just be, not, like, uh, it would just be fucking just driving. It would be, like... Watching like trains pull into a station, it would just be great. It would have to be, you know, like those. Remember those like halftime shows where it was like the dudes who couldn't actually dunk, but they would jump on trapolines. Yeah, and yeah. like throw the ball off the basket, the, yeah. the backboard, like five times in a row, and then the, finally, like the fifth guy would come and like dunk it. Yeah, that's basically. I think that would have to be their style of play. Would be Simmons and, and Russell Westbrook just like throwing it off the backboard to each other yeah. as assists, and then yeah. like dunking it or something. It would be great. I th- I, they're just both like such workhorses and like have, carry such weird chips and are strange personalities. I think they would really like feed off of each other. It would probably be the end of Ben Simmons. And I think Beal would do great in Philly. And to be honest with you, like he'd be incredible in Philly. I, I watching that. He'd be tr- incredible anywhere. I mean, no, no offense, but yeah, I, th- I, I would actually, 
that would actually be a team I think I would like to see him on play. Yeah, I think it would work. I think Doc would do good things for him. I also think that like <laughs> this like Bill Simmons trying to fucking get try to like basically will the fucking Harden Simmons trade into into fruition so that the Celtics could land Beal and now it's just so obvious that the Celtics want Bradley Beal so bad. I just want him cuz the Celtics want him. Like, that's it. I just, like, the Celtics want him so bad. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Danny Ainge, you don't get to ruin another guard. Like, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the place where guards go to die. Yeah, because that's what Boston needs is is more guards. Another guard to ruin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know what the answer is for Boston, and I don't give a fuck. I hope they get... Al Horford. I hope they... Seriously. I think it might right? be Big Al. Yeah, I think, I think they have to bring him back to there. That's the only place. I'm, it's it's the he thing that makes so sense. well. They were they were a really good team with him. Yeah, I, he's he's putting up like the same numbers as he was last year. You could get average Al. Get average Al. <laughs> get old. Need. Get old average Al. Get twelve. Al get, works. He's like a he's like the miracle tonic from the old west. Get your twelve right? and seven. It's great. <laughs> it's twelve and seven right here. Uh, Al, average Al, uh, just, I don't think he works anywhere else except for Boston. Average Al, like sometimes bricks. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a discount furniture store. So. Come on down to Average Al's. Al's furniture open seven <laughs> seven open four days a week. <laughs> Your couch might break after five days, but what do you expect? You know, if you ever want something that's. Not quite Kelly furniture, but not as bad as Ikea. Go on average house. <laughs> it's good. It's okay. It's, it's all right. right. It's up. It's all it's right. right. We'll You'll be, be kind of comfortable. We might be it. here. <laughs> Delivery is seven to ten months. <laughs> Whenever we get around to it. Yeah. get. I mean, they're talking like Vuce. They're try, Celtics fans are trying to talk themselves into Vucevic. Like, that's hilarious to me. I'm like, yes, you should get him. You should yeah. get Vucevic. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch that fucking happen. I, yeah, that would be... Except for the lack of defense. I don't it's know. It's stupid. It's perfect. It's like, I want them to have him. Yeah. I want... Like, yeah. He, he, that, that's, he's such a, he's such a uh, anti-Boston loving player to put on that team. I can't wait till fucking Jason Tatum is a Laker. It's going to be so <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's ah, def- actually, you know what? Tatum and Beal are both from St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> you know that? I was trying to figure out where these guys are. Oh, like, yeah. There's supposed to be a connection there, right? Like, we're supposed there? to believe. Yeah. We're supposed to believe that, like, that's the draw for Beal to play with a guy that he lived near. Like, I guess. <laughs> I love when people do that. I it's know. like, oh, well, he's from there. Obviously, he wants to go back and play for that team. I know. No, not everybody does. No. Do you remember dudes you played against in high school? You don't fucking know them, let alone like want to like go like live in Boston with them. Yeah, like, who fucking <laughs> Boston's cares? not the place I want to go live. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go play with Tatum, but it's not in Boston. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, Miami. Let's go there. Jimmy Butler. Would Boston trade for Ben Simmons for for Tatum. That doesn't help them. No, they want, like they want the, somebody. The kind of the, they want somebody with Tatum and Brown. Like, well, I know, I know, but they're not going to get like. Who are they going to give up to give Beal? Right, that's the point. Is like, if you're not giving it. up Brown or Tatum, you're not getting. They have you're not to, getting. They have to just want to hope that Beal is wants like to wants to, to go there. The problem is, is they're fucking fifteen and fifteen. Like, they're not selling him on it. You know, 
<laughs> we don't have to sell them on. It's Boston. It's the Celtics. Exactly. The history of the championships. Yeah, we had the first black coach. Sure, we hate black people, but we had the yeah, first black yeah. coach. Yeah, we balanced it out with having <laughs> black coaches and winning yeah. chips. Yeah. Tom Brady. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. It's, we're a city. <laughs> we're a city <laughs> that is so fucking stupid. <laughs> a, a, our favorite player of all time left us <laughs> to fucking be the, a non-playoff team, then won a championship with another team, and we fucking root for him. Like, that's how fucking stupid we are here in Boston. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. What other town does that? What other town would root for the fucking quarterback that abandoned them? Like, I'd be like, we got another chip with Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Tom. <laughs> Tom is New England. Basically, New England just won another Super Bowl. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. It's so fucking stupid. And they all did it. They all fucking did it because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's so fucking incredible. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like, does that mean that if the fucking Nets would have won after they gave away, after they, they robbed fucking the Nets for all their draft picks, with, and would they have rooted for the Nets? Was like, would Celtics fans have been like, oh, yeah, Kevin Garnett won another ring. We did too. <laughs> the fuck? It's not even that bad. He got traded. Like, Brady left you. Like, Brady just left you. And you're rooting for him. It's so stupid. <laughs> that town's so stupid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is the takeaway of all this. <laughs> that town is so stupid. It is fucking stupid. Uh, and we didn't yeah. even talk about them at the top of the show. They, they have the worst. I mean, by far the worst accent. Like, their accent is racism. Like, if, like it's... <laughs> It's not even like the southern accent. You're not even like, oh, yeah, dang, dang, ding a doo. This is racist. You're like, yeah, it's pretty racist, but it's not Boston. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. All right. Where do we go from here, Chris? Nowhere. Up. Straight up. The top of the charts. Uh, let's stick with the NBA because I, I got to think I want to just bring this up real quickly. Of course. I like it. Is, is the Minnesota Timberwolves finally fired their coach? I know. I felt bad. Do you? I do because for, I love for, for I, here. I, I loved Flip Saunders. And, uh, yeah, but that's the problem, right? I know. I know. I know. Is everybody, it, this, I mean, this is purely nepotism here. It like, is. everyone loves Flip Saunders it's so much. It's, it's totally true. One, I'm not really sure I understand why. I never really got that. Really? Oh, man. I. So the first year, right, he seemed like an all right dude. He was the, an all right coach. The first year I got league pass, you could, I did the like five, you can only choose five teams, and I, I sort of accidentally picked the Wiz. Like I didn't really. I was like, oh shit, I can't change them. I thought I could change them later, so I just had the Wiz, and it was the season like Javale McGee. It was the, it was the it was the the Wiz were in the toilet, and Flip was their coach. But I watched an entire season of them, and like. He did a really good job of coaching and molding that team into a team that became a playoff team. Like he, he actually was a good coach. Like I really, I had no opinion of him before that, and that's where my love of Flip Saunders comes from. And I think that it's a genuine place. Like I watched him actually take a pretty ragtag group of players and make them and make them good. You know, it's like Otto Porter Jr., Kelly Oubre, uh, uh, John Paul or John Wall before like they were like doing anything, and he kind of like got them to play hard and buy into the system, even though they were losing every night. So I think that's where my love of Flip Saunders comes from, but I completely agree with you when I'm stared with the truth of it, that that's why I'm rooting for his kid. Like it's, 
There's nothing. Yeah, but he had no he business being the head coach at all. At all, right? And like they like yeah. they purely hired him because he was Flip's son and I he had know. ties to the organization. I know. And Cat loved him. Like okay, uh, yeah, but like sometimes you're just like the guy's still what thirty four, I think still. It's almost a bad thing that he got a head coaching job, I think, because I think it's going to be a long road to get another head coaching job. Yeah, I like I, I doesn't seem like he's that good of a coach, even though they've had injuries and they're making excuses and like kept him around for so long because they never had the like the full true potential of a team for the last two and a half seasons. Like, it, but it seems like they just kind of do you think they, they kind have... of forced that one on on too much a uh, too much of 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 nostalgia. Yeah, I agree, and also like it was just an easy sort of. We're not that good. But now people are a little buzzing about Minnesota, and I think that's why they got rid of him. I think that Anthony Edwards dunk, where he murdered that fucking Watanabe dude, <laughs> like just murdered him. <laughs> you couldn't even see the dude's jersey number to find out who it was because he literally put him in the ground. That was the most murder. It was the craziest dunk I've seen since Gary Payton II. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy. And there was that, and then Cat came back, and they kind of had a nice little like comeback against the Net- Knicks. And I think maybe they're like, all right, the timing's now. Like people are looking at us. Yeah, you. I mean, they have they have too much talent and potential in that team. I think that they okay. they they can't be like they got to go I, in a direction. They're not good at bat. They're not good at like offense or defensively. I don't know what they're I mean, like. There's there's no identity, I guess, if you want to say that in a sense that like they need something. And I I do sort of like the notion because we. We we made fun of uh, and and are now consistently eating crow because of the Nick Nurse uh, connection oh, yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, you know when Nick Nurse was first hired, we were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Basically, and now everyone's hiring his assistant coaches because of the offenses they they run and the system and the style that they play. So that sort of makes some sense. And and there's there's a history there between the the GM and 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 now this new head coach Chris Finch who just got hired by the Wolves. So I sort of get and understand that a little bit too, where it's like, all right, you actually have, now you kind of have a plan at least. You at least have a vision of yeah. what you want and you're going for it, not just hiring a guy just to go like, well, you know, his dad meant so much to us and I'm sure he's a good coach they too. also just need to lean into D'Angelo Russell and just let him let him be good. Like, I think that player can Yeah, like the good. Nets did. Stop, just let stop him be. Stop trading so- him around. Stop dangling him as trade bait. Let him play. Like, let him be good. You got rid of, you got rid of Rose. Like, I, I want this team to be good like i i'm so high on anthony edwards like i and why his nickname isn't er makes no sense to me but like that <laughs> is perfect it's a perfect nickname it's is liter- he it's liter- does he have a nickname i don't know but it should be er it mm. should be er like that's what if it's like it's a perfect name it's a perfect nickname where's the r come from though well er anthony edwards was a was an actor on the show ER. Oh, right. Right. And That's Anthony right. Edwards Loose. puts motherfuckers in the fucking emergency ER. room. <laughs> Dunks. All right. I like it. I'm Thanks. on board. Thank Let's you. Uh, yeah. It's, I came up with that. Sorry. I came up with that. I invented that. RJ will probably hate it. Oh, for sure. He hates it. Maybe he likes it. You never know. You catch him on you good never day. Know. Yeah. Catch him good on day. good day. Um, <laughs> speaking All right, of, just, hey, just for the record here, yeah. Flip Saunders was a career 500 coach. I'm, but he did. He did. He did. He had a nice, nice little run there. Uh, in was it Washington? Really? He man. He never had a good team in Washington. He, he never did. And he. But he did. But he. 
I think he was a good coach. Like I think that you can be a good coach. I think he had his moments. I think he. I think they. 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 Things kind of came right, even though they had a losing record. All. I think all he just seasons. was respected because I think players liked playing for him, and I think he probably. He, he probably. Yeah. I don't know. yeah anyway, whatever. I doesn't mean his son is any worth a shit. I will say this about Nick Nurse: having watched that Toronto Sixers game the other night, that dude makes anybody good. Like there are players on that team, I have no fucking clue who they are, and that's every year. Like. Mm-hmm. He's playing on a he's coaching a team that doesn't have a home. Like mm-hmm. he he's he's my favorite coach of all time. <laughs> like I think he's so smart and so good. I don't I I mean he literally one of my least favorite teams in the world is the Toronto Raptors. And I yeah. have to yeah. respect that man. He coaches <laughs> basketball that makes me want to watch basketball. I love yeah. what he does on defense. I love his switches. I love how he makes players into shooters. He lets players shoot. He's he's got. I mean, I don't think Pascal Siakam is worth a shit anywhere else. Like, I no, really think like think so some of these players are only good in that system. Like Van Vliet knows he's not fucking going anywhere because if he does, he ends up fucking TJ McCollum, McCollum at best. Like he's not nearly like we're talking about Van Vliet as an all star. I don't think he's an all star anywhere else. Do you? No, probably not. Yeah, he's sort of like that. Remember, like Darren Carlson had like a yes, had a, had a couple yes. Of seasons. Great, great. Comp. And then all of a sudden he started getting paid and like big, you know, like big uh, a couple of free agent contracts. And then it was like, oh, actually, he's not that great. He's yeah. more of a rotational kind of guy. He's not really a starter. He's a system dude. That's yeah. probably for Van Fleet if he if he went anywhere else. I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm not saying I don't root for him. But man, I really love to watch the fucking Raptors, and I hate to say that I do, but I do. They're fun. Yeah. They're just a super fun team. Um, do you have any? Uh, I guess this is a good way to to wrap the show is by our weekly uh, NBA pick. Unless you got something else you wanted to talk about. No, let's say we'll save uh, Top Shot for another, another we'll time. Get, we'll get to it. I will say this because wa- that's some crazy as shit. I'm watching a lot. I'm watching a lot of uh, a lot of card noise started to happen. Cards, ba- like baseball sport cards, have really become the new cryptocurrency. I w- the other day on a on Action Bronson's Instagram, he showed like he had bought like a thousand of some Toronto Blue Jays rookie cards. Like people are buying into cards. Yeah, it's so it's, fucking it's weird. weird. It's, I don't understand what's going on. If our intern would back. ever come out of retirement, we'd find out why. But he won't. He's too much of a nerd. He's all work. <laughs> Man, I nerd, don't. nerd, nerd. Seriously, nerd. I'm like, you work for us, all right? Let's <laughs> fucking get this clear. Uh, is there any games you want to um? I just want to, I do, I, I, we, we can go through them. I do want to say this. I'm going to start keeping track of these picks, uh, but yeah, not until after the All-Star game, probably. I feel like we need a good, like, starting point. So this is still another practice round. But once, <laughs> once the All-Star game's over, we will start keeping track of this, this shit, okay? Okay, sounds good. All righty. You re- do you know what you want, or can I go, do you want me to go through these? I'm looking at them right now. You got the Hawks at Cavs, minus seven and a half. You got the Pistons at Magic. Orlando is minus three and a half. You got the Kings in Brooklyn. Brooklyn is minus six and a half. Warriors at Knicks. Warriors minus three. You got the Sixers at the famed Raptors. Philly minus one and a half. Celtics at Mavericks. That game is Boston minus two. Timberwolves, our Timberwolves, are plus ten and a half in Milwaukee. The Blazers are in Denver. I don't know what to make of either one of these fucking teams. Denver is minus six and a half. And then the Wizards at the fucking Baltimore's. Uh, that's the Clippers minus 12. Uh, 
the only one honestly top of my head that sticks out is is we were just talking about Minnesota plus ten and a half. If yep, this guy comes coach. in and like tur- you know kind of turns it, I they don't have to win this game, but I love they that. might have to just score some points here. And Milwaukee's kind of garbage right now. I love that. I I it's a lot of points. Ten and a half points is a lot of points. I love that cover. That's a good. If everybody's playing, if Russell and Cat and everybody's playing from Minnesota, new coach, new coach. Up tempo offense if they can kind of if they can assemble it and figure it out like already like within less than a couple of days here, um, I mean it's probably not that hard to sort of get the basics down of what they what they want and run an offense and and, and put those guys in best position to to score here. Otherwise, none of the, I mean all these other games is like Cavs plus seven and a half and I think I maybe? could I think I could talk myself into like a couple of money line like a money line parlay. The Nets, I think, are a guaranteed win against the Kings. Like that feels yeah. like a good money line win. But uh, here's the other thing. So like the, the Nets have been incredible against teams over 500, right? Right. And they have a, they have a terrible, I think even a losing record against a sub 500 team. So, and I don't know where Sacramento sits at right at the moment. 12 and 18. So, okay, there you go. So plus six and a half. I feel like the, Sacramento is going to be one of those teams where they're going to hang in this. They're going to score a lot of points because Brooklyn's not going to be really interested. And they're not going to play great defense for some reason. Um, I think the Kings just. Got, yeah, so, that's that's I I'll buy that. I I don't I don't like. I don't, tr- the I don't bl- love it though. So right. The, so it's it's sort of a it's sort of a notch below maybe the other ones. The Blazers got worked last night, like worked yeah. by thirty four or something like that. They're playing tonight on TNT. Um, maybe they can cover ten and a half or six and a half. Sorry, just out of like sheer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't love it. <laughs> sure, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, the only other thing I could say is like, uh, I like I I think that like it's weird. Denver's giving up is the favorite here at home, even though when they have the worst record. I know, but the Blazers are kind of falling off a little bit. Um, so maybe that mm-hmm. one. I don't know. I I think that the Celtics will probably win, and I think that the Sixers will win. But I don't know. One and a half is weird. It's a weird score. I I I know they're playing the Raptors, but this. is this goes back to my like back-to-back teams or back-to-back games. Like the second game seems to go with the team that lost the first one. Um, I've just noticed that trend. I'm sticking with it. So mm. I'd probably take the Sixers tonight, but I wouldn't bet money on it. I like your Philly. I like your Timberwolves cover. Let's stick okay. with that. All right. It's the only. Uh, that's the only. That's the only thing I could. I love. Yep. Do you have yeah, anything? Let's not you overthink love? it. Yeah, it's the only one I. I think I could love too. Great. Uh. All right. Well, I feel like that. I mean, we got some time left. You want to tell me? Oh, I do have a question for you. Mm. This feel free sports fans to tune out because I'm going into another direction here. <laughs> Back into movies. Uh, did you watch this The Little Things <laughs> movie? I with did. Denzel. Yeah. And, and Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Spoiler alert! I want to talk about the end right now. So if you haven't seen it, turn off right now because I want to yeah. talk about the end of this movie. Okay. So at the end. Denzel, he's got the barrettes, right? He puts them mm-hmm. in the fire. So clearly he like sent Rami Malek that barrette to be like, to set his mind at ease or whatever. I guess, yeah. Was Denzel covering, was, De- De- was Denzel covering something up that he had done? Like, was he just covering everything up? Was he just, was his whole point to come back into this thing to cover up the shit that he had done years ago? Was it just all to cover up his, his, tracks no. or did he really want to get the murderer did he really think that that person was the murderer i think i think it's more about the the fallibility of police 
detectives and and catching a criminal. Like so I think it became more important to pinning it on this guy than actually finding the right killer. And he was so was he setting Rami Malek's so he, mind because of his so because of his past and what happened to him he sort of was like, you're just going to, you're just going to move forward. You're moving forward and you're not going to look back and you're going to close this sort of case and close this, put it behind you kind of thing. Cause otherwise it eats him up. Like it, it, it like ate him up okay. and then he became obsessed. Right. Okay. And he sort of was pushing that, I think towards Remy Malik's character. Like he was doing it himself all over again. of like making sure that this was their killer. This was the guy. And there was no doubt in their minds that this was their guy, even though there seemed to be a lot of potential doubt there. Okay. I, I thought maybe he was like, I had to fucking do what I had to do to keep this case under wraps and not expose me a bunch of years later. Now that it's reared its ugly head. Like I thought maybe there was a more nefarious reason for, well, I don't like, I don't know if he, back. I don't know if they would have dug up his old case because of this case. Like they, that's what no I thought tie, is he was afraid right? that there might've been a tie, like that this cop was that good. He was going to go back because he'd figured out the, the crime scene and he was going to figure out like maybe there was this, the the third victim wasn't a victim of the murder, but it was actually Denzel who did it and dragged Denzel back into it. But so I, there but, was a weird moment. There was a couple of weird moments towards that last third of the movie or half yeah. hour of the movie where even my wife and I were kind of like, wow, is Denzel actually, is, did he actually, do, was he the, like the murdered like all these years ago? And like, did he actually do this or oh, something? Oh shit. That I didn't even, that didn't cross my mind. I, but I think I picked up on that tone. Right, he was there was like, like this little something, right, and then something not cool about it. There was also that scene it. where they went back to his, like his ho- where the ho- he left his hotel room yeah. with all his clothes in it, right? Yeah, and, and there was a thin line about the weird boots. Yeah, and then we were like the boots were in his hotel room, and we were like, and my wife was like, wait, it's this, right? And then so we were weird, and then the barrette, but then it turns out like he just bought a pack of barrettes. Yeah, but I think so. That, so that's what it, made me like think it was the, a cover. I think they tried to cloud it too much, and it led you in too many like possibilities of like <sighs> meaning. The, like the meaning. The meaning wasn't clear. I feel like you're Denzeling to me, to my Rami Malik right now. That I'm on, I'm onto something, and you're trying to appease me to tell me to not look back. I yeah, think, I, I, think I think right so. now yeah, you I might think, be Denzeling right. me. You might be doing it to <laughs> yeah, me in this Denzel-ing. moment. <laughs> I might rewatch it. I couldn't tell you're, if I like, hated it or if I loved it. I yeah, exactly. And I think that's the problem is that. Right. There's no happy ending. There's no, there's no conclusion. And I think that's what they were going for is like, it's not always clean and cut. And sometimes the police get it wrong and they're, and you know, like they fuck up and they fuck this case up actually. Right. Yeah. Like they killed, the, they killed him for, because, because they got angry and they wanted this to be the guy and they got frustrated because the guy was fucking with them and toying with them. I read some crazy reviews of this movie. Like people were like pissed off about it. Like yeah. Ever being made. I, yeah. They're like, this was a shit script that a bunch of fucking directors thought they could do something with and couldn't and right. that, that's it's just a problematic script which just makes me like it more in a weird way that like the whole fucking the whole thing is flawed <laughs> i don't know it's so meta and i just didn't know if i was the only person because i'm trapped in quarantine and i'm like anxious about being a father if like i'm just reading too much into the world right and it sounds right. like i don't know i, I still don't know so the when, yes when he went back when he cleaned out the guy's apartment and and put all trash bags and then took it back to his like up upstate or whatever and then was burning everything and i was like oh he's getting rid of all the evidence like he like there's something he like he did something he's now involved now i want to look at it from that uh, light i'm watching this movie again that's it but then I'm, it was like no but then it was just like no he didn't like he's not he's not the serial killer but he's just, just I think he's just trying to, or the murderer or whatever. Uh, he's, but he's just trying to, he's just trying to close the case. So like no one else can look into it. So they can't be corrected. Yeah. 
right? And yeah. that's, I think, and, and again, it kind of, it falls a little, it's, it's a little flat, I think. How like did, they, it wasn't think, as sharp oh, so you, as I think it could have made it. I See, I wondered if I was just, I... Because you're right, it was it was really good meta up for two thirds of the movie, and you're like, oh, where's this going? Which way is this gonna go? It was sort of like the who did it, like what's gonna actually happen? And I'm okay with sort of the ending, but they just, I think they just kind of chopped it, chopped it off of the of the Achilles, right? And they yeah. kind of just it does get a little sloppy with the whole like how he does Jared Leto Leto in, like how could he have predicted that he would do that? Like it just you're like it's just hinging way too much on like the predictability of a of this cop being a loose can't like ultimately like at his wits end or just thinking this guy's a murderer. I, I liked Rami Malek in it. He's, yeah. it was, he was kind of weird. Jared Leto, Leto, you don't have to fucking be that so extra. Creepy. Like so he, creepy. Though. He, but he doesn't, does he have, like, is he just trying good. to be, the I next, enjoyed it. Like, is he just I, trying to be the next Joker? Like we get it. You're skinny. Way, like you're yeah. like, he's become he was like, the Joker, actually. what? was he was the joker he was i thought yeah, it was, was Jokin phoenix squad. really no oh, he was uh, he god. had a role as the joker oh the god squad. that makes part see i nailed it <laughs> fuck him <laughs> fuck his fucking his goddamn emo band fucking 28 <laughs> angels or whatever the fuck it is fuck that guy his, his you know what bothered me the most about him and, and, and i mean this in a good way as a compliment to him is his walk in that movie the way he walks in that movie Oh, I didn't notice that. He had this kind of like, like weird like tummy. stroll strut kind of a thing where he, cause I think he has a little bit of a, like a pooch belly and it, yeah, he's kind I like of carrying that. his weight. Yeah. I like that. I liked, I did like that pooch belly thing. It was pretty good. Yeah. Cause that's like a, he's, re- he, he's meta. He does. And I appreciate his sort of meta-ness you and like acting a method actor. So did you yeah. think, th- I, so did you, you thought he was of those three, which actor did you like the best? Denzel, Rami, Lido. And we'll leave it at this. This will be the close of the show. It was, me- I was, it was by far Lido. Was Denzel third? Yeah, I think Denzel was third too. This wasn't a strong Denzel movie for it me. It wasn't. It was. It was okay. Like I, I kind of maybe, maybe, maybe shouldn't have been Denzel. Maybe shouldn't have been Denzel. Again, I like two thirds of the movie. I, I really liked Denzel and where he was going and his character and, and like I the, would have liked to have his seen troubles in his Chadwick past. Boston, but it, it like the corpse. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It just, it, yeah, the whole thing just kind of fell apart at the end. Everything. Like their I characters. I don't agree with that. I'm going to watch this movie again and I'm going to see if maybe there is a redeeming quality to the end. I think you might be right, but I, I want- mean, the fact that like Leto, Leto took him to like a field in the middle of nowhere and was fucking with him. Yeah. Like, I, I don't feel like that was, that was, he the wasn't way the his murderer. He was going to go with He this. wasn't the murderer, right? Like, Leto well, he wasn't. Was, no. I, I think it's, I, well, from what I read, the, the 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 director also purposely left it open ended, you know, to to make you to make it undecided who was actually the murder if the cops were right or wrong or not, right? And I get that sort of aspect of to it, but I think they I think they screwed it up in doing and how they did that. Huh. I'm like I don't think the guy he shouldn't have led him to a field and fucking with him made him dig like five or six holes. I know in the ground and then been like, uh, just fuck with you guy. Like you were already kind of fucking with him. Like this took it a little too in a different direction. I don't think it was sort of no. fit the rest of the that story. Part, that whole part of the movie I could have done without. That's when I yeah. started losing interest. All right, right. Chris, this right. has been movie. You didn't see corner <laughs> <laughs> spoiler corner. Don't the worry. <laughs> the unwatchables. This has been another episode of the unwatchables. Uh, Chris, go fuck yourself. Have a great week.
Oh, 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 oh,